Hi, and welcome to another broadcast of Faith Life with Pastor Earl and friends. We are truly excited that you have joined us for another special time of worship and also in the Word of God as we take you verse by verse through the scriptures. We're presently studying and teaching the book of the Revelation of Jesus Christ. The Revelation of Jesus in chapter 1 and verse 3 says there's a special blessing if you will hear, if you will read this book, and if you will keep it in your heart. With all the things that are going on in the world where swords are clashing all around the world now, it's time to pay attention because Jesus is coming very soon. Today's broadcast is brought to you by one of our great sponsors, Mike Green with A Platinum Plus Limousines. And so if you need a ride to a special occasion, you have something coming up, an anniversary, a graduation, or just a wonderful um, tour, whatever you need, Mike is a great gentleman, and he will take care of you. His number is 410-796-7433. 410-796-7433. Call Mike Green. He'll bring you a limousine. We are studying the book of the Revelation, and we'll be there in a minute. But first, let's prepare our hearts with a song about our Lord. How excellent is thy name, my Brooklyn Tabernacle Choir.
What a powerful song. You may be asking, why do you open up the broadcast with music? And truthfully, it's not just regular music. I like to open up with worship music, live, anointed worship music. Because I don't know about you, but it does something to my soul and spirit. And it opens up our hearts to thinking about God and to get our focus Godward and off of the things of this chaotic world. And that's why I do it. And I hope that you enjoy that. I love live anointed worship music. We are in the book of the Revelation. We are in the third chapter. We're looking at the final church of the list of the seven churches was the church of Laodicea. And remember the three spiritual conditions, cold, hot, and lukewarm. And the Lord said he detested that middle, particularly the middle um, temperature as it were. To be cold, at least there's the chance of you getting saved and becoming zealous and on fire with the Spirit of God. But to be there in the middle, to be apathetic, to have your soul anesthetized is not a good thing. And so our Lord does not like that in our spirit. So it's up to us to change. Imagine having a romantic relationship with somebody that you love, and then just one day, they're no longer interested in you. One day, they're no longer romantic towards you. One day, they just act like they don't love you anymore. How would that hurt your heart? How would that hurt your feelings? Well, our Lord is the same way. When you come to Jesus, he's looking for a true spiritual relationship. And when you receive him as your Lord and Savior, you enter into a covenant relationship with him that will last for eternity. But there is another word, and that is the word fellowship. You can have a relationship with God, but not be in fellowship with him. Fellowship with him is what we have in common. It is a partnership. And many times you've heard this phrase. It's not really a biblical phrase, but you've heard things like, well, I'm out of fellowship with the Lord. That doesn't mean you've lost your salvation it just means something's not right in the relationship. And so to restore that in Revelation 3, verses 20 to 22, our Lord gives us an invitation to return to him. He has basically told them in a confrontation what was wrong with the relationship, as our great advisor, wonderful counselor, Prince of Peace. And in Revelation chapter 3, the Bible does tell us whom the Lord loves, he chastens. If you're not being corrected by the Lord or disciplined by the Lord, it may be an indicator that you're not truly saved. For who he loves, he chastens. 
I'm not trying to get you to doubt your salvation. If I can do that humanly, then maybe you do need to think about, am I genuinely saved? Was it just a a prayer I quoted or was there genuine repentance and the receiving by faith of Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? And so now in chapter 3 and verse 20, this is Christ to the church. You have seen the photo, or not really a photo, but the painting of Christ knocking on the heart's door. And we've used this as children, as a photo or an image of Christ desiring to come into our hearts. Well, the idea in Revelation 3.20 is not particularly salvation for relationship, but what it is, it's for fellowship. Maybe you've shut Jesus out of your life. You've compartmentalized him. You've said, okay, well, you can just have a little portion of my life. You can't have control of my life. You just stand here in the hallway, as it were, of my life, or you've asked him to step outside so that you could do whatever you really wanted to do. And so in Revelation 3 and verse 20, our Lord senses he's on the outside and he'd like to come inside. And he says, behold, I stand at the door and knock at the door of your life, at the door of your heart. And if you are backslidden or away from the Lord, he wants to have you re-invite him. It's not that you've lost your salvation, you've lost your time of fellowship. And so he wants the relationship restored via fellowship. And he said, so I'm, I'm standing at the door knocking. What I like about this is that our Lord is a gentleman. He won't try to force his way back into your life, coerce his way into your life. If you have genuine love, it's because you want to love that person. As soon as you're forced to love somebody, then it changes the whole dynamics of the relationship. But the Lord is saying, I feel like I'm on the outside. Have you ever gone to a, quote, fellowship or a party or an engagement or something and you felt like you didn't belong or you weren't welcome there? Well, that's how the Lord is feeling in many believers' lives. He feels like he doesn't belong, but he says, but I'm standing at the door, I'm a gentleman, and I'm knocking. And so if by the Spirit you sense that Christ is desiring to have a better relationship and desiring fellowship with you, a a partnership and a sharing of things in common, he wants to sit down and, as it were, break bread with you. It's like when we take communion, that's a time of fellowship with the Lord. He says, if any man hear my voice, constantly in the book of the Revelation, you hear the following statement, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith. You see, a lot of times we go by our flesh. We go by our feelings. 
Well, I think this, instead of walking by faith, if any man hear my voice, you're, you're sensing the Spirit of God and the voice of Jesus saying, I want us to have a close relationship. I want the fellowship that we once had, but you, you're ignoring that voice. You're ignoring that knock. Many times we will have a knock on the door, and if we just know it's the, it's the Amazon guy or whatever, we ignore the call and we just say, oh, I'll answer that door later. But here it says, if any man hear my voice, he's calling to you. Imagine somebody calling your name, knocking and calling your name and says, and open the door. In the book of the Song of Solomon, a love story between Solomon and one of the loves of his life, it talks about the groom knocking and the bride opening the door, Song of Solomon 5. So the Lord says, if you will open the door, I will come in. I will have fellowship with you. We will have a great partnership. I will have a shared life with you. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. See, we diss, as it were, Jesus for our worldly friends when we should be um, releasing our worldly friends and just receiving Jesus. I'm not saying not have friends in this world, but Jesus should be our very best friend. And most times we ask him to step on the outside because we're ashamed of the things that we're doing on the inside. He says, I'll come into him and I will sup with him. The word sup is not a quick little visit. It's the idea of a main meal that lasts for several hours, kind of like the last supper where you came, you had your feet washed, you were relaxed, you wanted to spend time talking with one another. And the Lord said, if you do that, you'll never be alone because I'll be with you. I'll be the fellowship you need. We are, as the song said, looking for love in all the wrong places. But if we look to the love of our life, who is Jesus, he says, I'm going to come and we're going to spend time together and it will be wonderful. I'll sup with him and he with me. Maybe you need to open up the door and re-invite Christ to have fellowship with you. Some have thought, well, maybe this is a door of faith or you've closed him out and you're doing everything your way or the door of love. You've got every other love except him or the door of worship. You say, I don't want to worship him. And now you need to open up some doors and let the king of glory come in. Verse 21 says, if you'll do that to him that overcometh, overcometh what? The world. First John 5 and verse 4 says, the believer is the one that overcomes the world. And he says, if you do, I'll grant to sit with me in my throne. Imagine one day we leave this temporal world for a permanent world with the Lord 
and he invites you, you invited him into your life down here, and Jesus thinks that's a big deal, but imagine the big deal as you enter into the throne room of God. Figuratively, it's now where you have that fellowship, but someday it'll be materialized as you sit with Jesus at his, with him at his throne. Even as I also overcame and am set down with my father in his throne. Imagine looking forward to that day, maybe denying yourself now, maybe desire, denying the party life now and desiring to have fellowship with the father. That should be our goal. And the Bible says, he that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Let's stop listening to our flesh. Let's stop listening to others. And let's start listening to the Holy Spirit who is speaking to our hearts. He's knocking. Allow him to come in. If you're here and you haven't received Christ yet, it's a good time to open the door of your heart and receive him. Pray this prayer with me, Lord. I repent of my sin. I am sorry for rejecting you. I renounce sin. I renounce my flesh and I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And if you're a believer who's backslidden, return to the Lord, re-invite him back to have fellowship with you. This is Pastor Earl for Faith Life with Pastor Earl and Friends. You can contact us via email at charisman, C-H-A-R-I-S-M-A-N, 1234 at gmail.com. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. I love you.